Hello, everybody, and welcome to Humanity First. Um, this week, we have a couple of amazing people um, uh, with, for, for the show, um, and we're going to talk about what it's like to work at BAMSI a little bit and talk about what what keeps people here. We hear a lot in this day and age, especially right now when the employment market is so difficult for uh, for employers uh, because so many people have so many choices to make um, in terms of where they're going to end up. We spend a lot of time at BAMSI thinking about how we keep people as well as how we bring people in. And we've had a lot of vacancies, I have to say, over the last year, um, which have been due to, I'm going to say it, due to pay, what we can offer, due to the pandemic, due to unemployment benefits that were uh, expanded uh, for people. There's been a lot of uh, challenges over the last year, I would say, uh, and still are. And so the conversation about retention, I think, is one that we need to pay a lot of attention to. And oftentimes uh, people say, uh, well, you know, if you solve your retention problem, you're not going to have a recruitment problem. And that's the way to look at it. That How do we create an environment in an organization like this, which does business in a hundred and 40 different places, 120 different places with 120 different programs. Communication can be difficult. We never, we never perfect communication um, completely, but we, we keep trying. Um, and I think the sign of a good agency is that a couple of things. One is that if somebody comes into the agency and they're, and they're smart and they're willing to learn and they're ambitious, it is the organization's responsibility to create a pathway for advancement for people. Um, if people leave, I always think that's okay because, you know, there aren't necessarily that many opportunities for uh, all of the people um, that we care about and we nurture. But it's often the people that come back that sort of tell this story about how good an organization is. And I will, not to blow uh, Bamsey's horn, but, you know, in the last two, we, we, I do orientation with people every week. And there are usually about 14, 15 people in that group. And oftentimes nearly half of those people are people that are coming back to Bamsey. And that must say something about the experiences that people have. Uh, externally and they sort of judge those to what we're doing here we can always do better but one of the things I'm really interested in is as uh, our guests today so we have Regina Maxime who is our um, director of community day services and Jamie Olson who is our assistant director of community living services two pivotal staff uh, in our residential world who uh, are the sort of glue that holds our staff together um, who have First of all, wonderful experience working in human services uh, and educational qualifications and experience that's been gained over the years. Regina, in terms of um, 23 years here at Bamsey, congratulations on 23 years. And Jamie, uh, on a little less time, but certainly with experience in uh, in other programs. Well, we thought it would be a great uh, conversation to have with people who really know uh, and people who work with folks um, and people who retain folks as well. You know, we I know that within your uh, within your areas, you, you have great levels of, of retention and, and that's couldn't be more important than the work that we do. So welcome to the show. That was a very long preamble. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much, Peter. <laughs> lovely to have you here. Um, Regina, let's start with you. You know, in the 23 years with an organization, uh, you've seen it all. Um, you've seen um, changes. Um, I'm assuming you like it here. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And, you know, you talked about, you know, people that leave and come back. Um, I'm 
also guilty of leaving and, and coming back, although I didn't leave for too long. I, um, I want to say 2008. I probably left for maybe the summer. Um, took the summer off to explore working, you know, in another, um, not in the human service agency, but in the medical field. And um, I really missed the work that I was doing here. And I missed the people that I was serving. I missed the staff that I was working alongside. And so I came knocking back at the door. Um, and they were, you guys were happy to have me. Yeah, I and I was happy. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I was happy to be back. So, you know, and in that time, you know, that was, I was, you know, working in the MH field at that time. And then, you know, over the course of time, I've kind of, you know, been through different divisions, you know, the MH and then the ABI, TBI, and, you know, now to this position. Can we just can, can we just say what those are? Because there might be people who don't know that MH is mental health uh, and ABI. ABI. The TBI was the tra- Traumatic Brain Injury Program. Um, and then ABI is the Acquired Brain Injury Program. Um, and... You know, uh, in that time and working with people, the individuals, I, I learned so much about um, working with others, especially in the TBI um, setting and the ABI setting, because you just kind of um, you see how quickly one's life can change mm-hmm. and what that looks mm-hmm. like. Um, and that had such an impact on me. Um, working in the mental health field, I think that was a very organic field for me. We all have mental health in some capacity at our, in our everyday life. Mm-hmm. And so that was very organic, and it didn't seem like work. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it took me some getting used to when I had to, when I switched over. Um, but, again, the teams that I, I worked with, the supervisors that, you know, mentored me, through it all is what really helped me to learn more about my skills and um, what I'm capable of. And then, you know, to bring that forth to my staff and to the person served. Uh, So in my role right now, it's, you know, really trying to make sure that individuals are integrated into the community and um, can have the best quality of life that they could possibly have. And also supporting staff. Um, so there's a, a, a balance in, in that. You know, there's a balancing act, making sure that the staff have all the things that they need and the resources that they need and feel supported um, to low and grow in their role um, and feel like they can um, come to me or my managers or ADs with anything, you know, that they, they feel comfortable enough to share what they might be a strength, might be a weakness, and how they can do things differently. I also have the um, pleasure of doing onboarding, and just this week um, I, you know, did the onboarding class yesterday and meeting a lot of staff that was coming back, and it was really great to just kind of welcome them back and um, You probably knew some of those people. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) (laughs) and having them back and say why they came back, you know, and I was able to relate with that. Yeah, yeah. Jamie, how about you? So a lot of similarities. Um, to me, Bamsey was an agency that I personally had sought out. Um, I had been working within the field for about uh, seven or eight years before that um, and just knew it was you know, personally time for a change for me. So I did my own research on several organizations, including Bamsey, and it was an organization that I knew I wanted to apply for. Um, and I've been extremely happy with my decision upon that. 
Um, to me, first and foremost, it, it's about you know the communication and the support that you have uh, collectively within our respective teams. Uh, myself, one of my biggest advocates here is my direct supervisor. It's someone I directly report to, um, our director of operations, Kate Robry. It's someone that I can speak to on any single day about anything at any point in time. And it's someone that I know that's personally going to have you know, my back and continue to not only advocate for myself, but advocate for my programs and, you know, advocate for my person served as well, too. Um, so being able to have that first and foremost is something that, you know, we don't always see every single day at every single organization. Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I think, you know, if you look at the literature about why people leave jobs, um, oftentimes it's pay, but the majority of times that people leave organizations is the, the breakdown of the relationship that they have with their direct supervisor. And if you think about that, that's how you're going to see the agency, right? And I do think, you know, ever since I've been here, which isn't that long, I, I'm not going to get the long service <laughs> award here with, with you guys, it's... Um, it is this acknowledgement that we need to develop leaders. And, you know, there's that question about whether leaders are born or whether they're developed. I think, I think it's both of those things. And an agency can't just hope that somebody who's good at direct service is, good at, good, is going to be good at supervising. A lot of the work that we do is soft skills development, right, with people allowing, especially when, you know, people are quite young when they come into the into the field. My, my son doesn't work for Bamsey, but he works for the league school, and his first job was in residential um, and he had a lot to learn uh, he had a lot to learn in terms of soft skills about how to speak to people um, how to be kind I'm not my son is very kind I don't want to say he's not kind <laughs> but in terms of you know uh, showing that kind of appreciation for the people we serve and I think Bamsey does a really good job with its new and emerging leaders uh, course with its uh, willingness to invest in people in terms of leadership and encourages and Regina I guess I would ask you this question you know we often do um, exit interviews but we really should be doing you know stay interviews right we should be continually asking people why they stay uh, and then sort of replicating that throughout the um, you know, throughout the organization. So the the question to you is, you know, do you feel as if you've been nurtured and supported and guided along the way? Absolutely. I've, I've um, been with Bamsey for the number of years that I've been <laughs> with Bamsey. Um, I've had a lot of great opportunities, um, whether it was, you know, leadership programs that you offered, um, you know, as courses similar to the new and um, new and emerging leadership program, there was another program that was um, through um, uh, Bridgewater State that I was able to partake in. Uh, aside from that, there's been you know outside courses that BMZ has allowed me to go to, paid for, and things of that nature. And then you know your supervisors, the the supervisors that I've had throughout the years. Um, I think I've I've worked with almost everyone, um, and it's you know I've I've taken you know different pieces that are unique to me, how I you know genuinely operate and who might what fits my personality. And I've been able to nurture those and grow into the leader that I have become today. Mm. And then passing that on to, to my managers and to my ADs, um, like Jamie said, you know, having a supervisor that you can say anything to mm. and feel comf mm. comfortable with that um, and not feel like you're going to be ridiculed or judged is, is important. 
um, and feeling like you're supported in a te- as a team on a whole, it's very important to why people stay, why they want, you know, they don't want to leave. And, you know, they keep coming back, even though it's not easy work, like you said, and it's definitely not the pay. It's just, you know, working to serve the individuals and working with your team is really what I think keeps the staff here. Yeah. I guess I, I guess I have a difficult question for you because you just sort of made me think about something. You know, we all have different pathways into this work. And, I, you know, I always say that about orientation. If you decide you're going to be a, charter, a, a certified accountant, and I've got nothing against certified <laughs> accountants. But if, if you decide that you're going to be a numbers person and you want to be an accountant, there's a very linear direction to that, right? You go and get certified and blah, blah, blah. We don't come at human services in that way we find our way we do different things um and i was asking somebody um very close to me um, uh, the other day who's also a social worker was there a moment when you decided that this was what you wanted to do and that, it, it, that this is not scripted at all so i know <laughs> it's going on. was there an actual moment um because oftentimes when i, I ask that question people think and it goes yeah, you know there was when it crystallized for me that i wanted to spend my life in service which is which is what you guys have done so it's an unfair question but i'm just wondering if there was or on the other hand was it the tiny pieces of of experiences that made you who you were which you were talking about a little bit ago in in terms of leadership yeah i'll I'll jump in to start answering that question um myself i had never had never had any recollection of originally wanting to work within the human services field that being said i was always heavily involved working within the nonprofit sector uh, but in a different aspect uh, within higher education and within athletics. So I've always had that backbone of serving people, wanting to do good, um, wanting to help out others. But it wasn't until um, I was working with a higher ed organization and we needed to balance our books. And the quickest way for our organization at that point in time to balance our books was to, we laid off our entire staff. So Mm. I moved back home to Massachusetts at the time and, um, you know, originally found my first job as a residential counselor um, working within this field. And, you know, first and foremost, at that point in time, taking that job within this field was so I could still stay involved in athletics at that time. I was coaching and traveling the country with uh, a tribal baseball team at the time. But it was something that, because of an opportunity that had happened, I ended up falling in love with. Mm. And it's something that's you know, I continue to grow with and aspire to every day with it. And I've been provided, you know, such great opportunities by this organization with that. Uh, you know, we have a lot of great opportunities in-house uh, with our Emerging Leaders Program, uh, which is something I've taken as an opportunity to mentee others now for a couple of years. And off of that, you know, there's a lot of great opportunities provided to us with outside agencies as well, too. Um, and those are all different examples that I've been able to encourage to explore and to partake in. And it's made a ton of you know great benefits for myself yeah well you know just so that people know jamie olson has more degrees than kevin bacon so it's not <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's a great story it really is so but regina what how about you i um i've always been drawn to the human service um sector uh but for me you know i was going to take the route of going through the medical um field and work in, you know, phlebotomy and, you know, doing that. Or, you know, I also went to school to do um, radiology technician, things of that nature. But 
at the same time, I got the opportunity to go over and work in the traumatic brain injury program, and that for me was really the pivotal moment. Working with those men over there just um, really changed it for me. It um, it was a game changer. Just having um, that opportunity, they taught me so much about um, resiliency mm-hmm. and you know how to look at um, life very differently. You you know you served what you served, but you just kind of get up and keep going and you don't squawk about it. (laughs) Um, So that for me is what really changed it for me and really helped me want to learn more about being, you know, serving individuals and working in the ABI, acquired brain injury in the traumatic brain injury field, which has led me here. Well, I'm glad it has. I really am, Regina. And, I, you know, when I think back on that, of this conversation we've had, you said your life can change in a moment. And with those people who have traumatic brain injuries, that really is true and, and acquired as well, that, you know, that level of function that you have, you may lose. And I think when you work with folks who've done that and how they do get along with their lives and almost rewire their neuro pathways right to say well what am i capable of it really is lifting the human spirit and gives you a pause for thought well thank you so much for coming on the show really enjoyed this conversation and uh you know um i just want to thank you for the years of service that you've given to bamsley and to the people we serve thank you guys thank you thank you so much